As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Good morning, friends. You're tuned in to this episode of Gamer Heroes, the weekly show where we talk about news, reviews, and anything else happening in games today. My name's Cam Koenig. With me, as always, is my boy, Thomas Egan. Thomas, how you doing? I'm great. How are you doing, man? I'm tired, but, I mean, what else is new? Well, <laughs> it's almost Christmas time. Yes. It's, uh, it's been a little while since we've recorded. It has been. We've just had a lot happening and a lot of things just going on, unfortunately. Uh, pardon my language, but this time of the year is, is busy as heck. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. All right. Sorry. Okay. Can we, can we bleep that? Do we have that on the... Uh, no. Can we do that in post? I, I, no. I don't uh, know how to edit, so... Well, it's been busy as heck. There, I said it cool. twice now. And uh, over Thanksgiving, I played a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing. I bought a few games that were on sale. Uh, I did not spend any money on Black Friday, like at all. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought I was going to, but... Me too. I, I, I don't know if it was just that like any of the deals didn't jump out to me, or if I was just like, I don't want to do anything which is also possibly it because I, I just don't have that much money to spend sure, and too. i i have enough i mean i've said this a bunch of times on the podcast i have enough to keep me busy for a long time in a bun- bunch of different ways on a mm. bunch of different platforms so right. oh yeah i have plenty to play um you know and that's only talking about games like i i'm pretty content like i'm i'm set right now I'm poor, but I'm set. <laughs> that's a that's basically the subtitle of this show, if yeah. we're being completely honest. Yeah. We're poor, but we're fine. You know, whatever. Games are all right. You know, we got... Uh, we're, we're in the time of year, so what? It's December 10th? 9th, as 9th. of the day of recording. December 9th. And, uh, of course, the this week, so the day after this goes up, mm-hmm. will be the Game Awards. And it's got me thinking, of course, you know, what games do I like from this year? What soundtracks do I like? What everything, you know? And, man, I, I haven't played anything from this year. You haven't. I've played Apex Legends. <laughs> that's it, basically. That's basically it. You played, well, Destiny doesn't really count anymore. But, yeah, Apex is pretty much the only pretty 2019 much the only release thing. I think you've played. Yeah. 
Uh, like, no kidding. Cadence of Hyrule, I'm looking at right now. Um, I think that came out this year. It did, yeah. Cool. That's two games. Great. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, but I sure do love my backlog. Uh, so I, I, I lie. I spent nothing on Black Friday except for a little bit of money on super on sale games. How dare you? Yeah. Come at me. Yeah. Uh, the games I picked up, the one I care about the most, really the only one I care about, is called Heave Ho. Yes. I watched some coverage of that game. I'd never heard of it. Um, it's a silly party game. It is certainly silly. Where it, it's it's fun and <laughs> That's physics-y. That's a way to describe it. It's fun and physics-y. You are a puffball with two arms, and you can use um, the triggers on your Switch controller, for me, to grab onto ledges, grab onto walls and stuff. And you use that to swing and climb um, either solo. I haven't even played the solo mode yet, but uh, with friends in multiplayer. And you try to get from point A to point B, and it is ridiculous fun. Yeah. Uh, fun to play, fun to watch. I played it both uh, this past weekend with a bunch of friends, um, a bunch of a bunch uh the room was split down the middle of people who play games and people who don't Mm -hmm. and so a few three of us jumped on uh played it and the rest had a great time watching even though they do not like games it's a really fun game to just watch and especially watch people play from Mm -hmm. what i've seen of it i haven't actually gotten my hands on it yet we should change that i would love to play that sometime soon but heck yeah yeah like it it is it is just one of those games that is like it's so simple in like what you're trying to do and it's never really super complex and like the mechanics are just basically spelled out for you of like hey just like you can grab and rotate and you just have to make it all of your people to the end but yeah it's like, super it, straightforward it, the getting there is the hard part because you're like coordinating a bunch of people and it's essentially like playing four player quap <laughs> if you're like just trying to cross a bridge with like certain people and you can like fling people. There's a fart button. Yep. That's cool. You can, uh, you can point, you can't flip anybody off, but you can point and you can make, uh, like happy and angry faces. Great. Great. Um, it is, I, I probably knew this and forgot. I just saw it today when it's looking, it's a devolver digital title. Of course. Oh, okay. It is. I didn't actually know that, but now it totally it checks, checks out. out. Yeah. That's, yep. that's kind of like right up their wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it's goofy, and your characters make uh, just a bunch of ridiculous noises. The soundtrack is this, like, um, like stumbly jazz. Like, the jazz I would describe mm, okay. in, like... I like that wording a lot. With, like, a, yeah, a, car- a cartoon, like, a character who's, okay. like, tripping his way out of trouble. So, like, they're, like, kind of... So, do you ever play Sly Cooper? No, but I'm familiar with okay, it. Okay, so like whenever you like sneak in Sly Cooper, it's got these like little piano notes that are like a dun 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 dun. Oh, that's dun, good. Dun, dun. Like, is it is it kind of like that? Uh, it it doesn't. It's independent of your movements. Okay, because I mean, at least you sure. know, four yeah. player, you got four people going, right. but it this it has this constant momentum to it and okay. the silliness All right. that. Uh, you know, it keeps the energy going as you're doing the stuff and you're laughing and stuff. Yeah, it's very conducive to an energetic atmosphere Mm -hmm. so perfect party game uh not just because of the mechanics but because it's very spectator friendly uh i the first time i pulled it out was at my family's christmas and likewise three of us jumped on and everybody else watched and we had a fantastic time awesome just everybody shouting and laughing Um, i uh i don't want to bring discord into this uh this wonderful podcast that we're doing (laughs) But that game came out this year. That is the third game oh. from 2019 that you've played. Oh heck, dude! So, um, 
but that's the one of the best he's, three he's just stupefied games he just like doesn't know what to do <laughs> i was talking to nate the other day uh my co-host on the nes pod and we were talking he was just like oh wow like i was telling him you were playing god of war which is really cool to like see you play through that game having played it and like remembering like oh shit this game fucking rules it's really good and he's just like oh yeah it's been out for a year so legally thomas can play it now <laughs> <laughs> which i think is fucking hilarious that that's like your brand yep yeah uh, if it if it ain't old or on sale, I'm right, not touching. Totally, and honestly, that's the way to do it, dude. Like, I oh. mean, the only reason I played Apex really was that it was free. Sure, it came yeah. out, it was free, and I was I was like, I guess I like a battle royale game now. Yeah, I'd never you know checked it out. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that broke the rules by accident. Yeah. So it is my brand. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it totally is. Uh, cool. So Heave Ho is great. Uh, I think I picked it up for like twelve or fifteen dollars or something. About right. Um, Worth it. Highly recommend this yeah, game. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. No kidding. I think this is one of the best party games I've played wow. the whole year. Wow. Um, I like Overcooked, but this has a an energy to it, like a low-stress energy. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, some of the puzzles, you have to do some work. Especially, uh, so, to paint you a picture, you get from point A to point B by climbing, swinging, doing all this stuff. But uh, you have an optional coin you can grab. And, of course, if you grab the coin, your hand is full. Yeah, because you have to constantly be holding onto the coin. Yeah. Which means you can't grab onto the wall with it. No, and there are some things in... I don't know how the single player is going to go, but in the multiplayer, um, there are plenty of times where there are things you can only do with other people. Like, you can only reach this by swinging with two of you. Gotcha. By yourself, you're not going to get enough momentum. Um, So it means that you've got to, like, figure out a way to either fling the coin and catch it or to hold the coin and fling your whole chain of people and hope the person on the end grabs something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it, it's great. So the first time I played it, we played through the basic levels and that was with my family. The second time we played it, I was playing with people who game more often. So we more or less breezed. I say in sure. air quotations, yeah. breezed right. through uh, as much as you can through something like that. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was one uh, round that took four and a half minutes and we would have sworn it was at least 10 because like <laughs> we just we would get so close to the end and then just eat it yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but but it was very fun uh so we unlocked a different area that's a cavern so it's dark you can only see around your character oh so you can't see that. any environment fuck until that. Oh, uh, God. you're on it it was super fun because you think you know where stuff is and then you swing and you're like oh there's a spike there <laughs> <laughs> uh but it, very cool um yeah, really like that game. That game is called Heave Ho by Devolver Digital. I don't know who developed it. I should find that out. Um, hey, credits right here. Hey. Uh, Le Cartel. Cool. They developed it. It seems cool. It is cool. Um, um, you should play it with me. So I've been like kind of jumping back a little bit into... Uh, like I've mostly just been playing Destiny 2 and Pokemon, which what else is new? Um, haven't really talked about Pokemon since... Because, like, I have obviously since beaten Pokemon because it's not super long. Um, I like it a lot. Um, I think it's definitely in, like, my favorite, like, top half favorite of, like, all of the Pokemon games that I've played. It's definitely not my favorite favorite. Uh, but I really like the presentation. Uh, how many, uh, honest question. How, yes. how many Pokemon games have you played if we separate them out only by generational games? Not, not like, like Red and Ruby Blue. Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's say five or six. Because okay. I didn't play X or Y, and I didn't play 
I played black and white, so that guy. I, yeah, I played like two and a half because fiery red is technically still red. Yeah, and that's really also technically like generation three. I, I guess I would since there's eight gen. Yeah, I've I missed out on really only one gen now that I'm thinking about it because I touched everything except for like X and Y, and I played Sun and Moon. So yeah, so I I, I like it a lot. All um, right, well, resident I, expert there. I mean, you like I mean I half joke, but. You've really played. I like you've Pokemon played a whole fucking lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's cool. I like the presentation is absolutely like the best it's been in the series. I think a lot of the stuff is really neat. Uh, the first time you're going through like the wild area, which is like their big like actual open world area, that's like this big center part of the actual like Galar region that you're in. Uh, it was really cool to go through like for the first time where you can just run into Pokemon that will just fucking party wipe you. Like there are just, (laughs) there are Pokemon just wandering around. And if you run into one that might chase you down, that is, and you just like, if you, you might have Pokemon that are like level 25 and here comes this fucking like level 50 Steelix just ready to fuck up your shit. Like that can happen. Is there an indication that they're strong before they get to you? No. You just... They look the exact same. Typically, like, you can tell if you know, like, what the final evolution of a Pokemon is. And if it's big and not, like, in grass, if it's just, like, out in a pathway by itself, typically they're going to be stronger. Um, Classic. I learned yeah. that in WoW, too. It's like, man, if if y'all are hanging out on the road, I'm I'm not going that way. Totally. It's, it's kind of the same thing. And it kind of steers you away from the road to, like, go into the grass where there's a lot more just kind of, like, your level Pokemon. But they're mm-hmm. also, like, segmented off by, like... Uh, there's, it's really split into like two halves for the wild area. And like one half is kind of like the intro area. And the second half is like the other, like you get to it once you, you have to get to it to get to the final few towns. And yeah, it's, uh, it, it's very tough and unforgiving. And it is similar to breath of the wild in the way that it will let you go out of your way and just get fucking bodied. Um, and once you actually beat, like once you become the champion, which so mm. every fucking Pokemon game ends, that's not a spoiler. Um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. You become the Pokemon master. Right. Um, once you, once you do that, like every single Pokemon minimum level 60 in the wild area, like all of them just get brought up. So you don't have to like do a fuckload of training, even though that's like really advantageous. Uh, but the thing that's been interesting me the most is this is the first time that I'm actually like sort of serious about wanting to play competitive. Uh, it's always something that I've been like, yeah, that's really cool. And like, I, I like the Pokemon battling system. They've put a whole lot of thought and work into not just like a bunch of the items and what moves and Pokemon have made the return to like balance that stuff out. But also it's way, it's way more accessible than ever, uh, which I'm really, really into. So for instance, if you have a Pokemon and Pokemon have different like natures, so it's like really their personalities, that's going to affect like which stat of theirs grows faster and which one grows like the slowest. Mm-hmm. So in previous games, if you wanted say like, uh, and I don't know if this is like an actual build, I'm just thinking of the first nature and Pokemon that comes into my head. But if you want like a trap inch with a modest nature, then you would have to constantly just like breed and hope that you got one. Uh, now you can, once you beat the game at this like end game, essentially like hardcore battle thing that you can do, uh, you can just buy these items that will just change the nature of a Pokemon. Uh, And they're all, they're all called lobotomy, a lobotomy, B. (laughs) They're actually just like mints that you feed the Pokemon. 
like just like little treats. Is this ethical? Let's talk about this. Here's the thing. Pokemon is just dog fighting. Like you're literally beating up children's pets and taking half their money. Like that's all Pokemon is. Uh, you're right. You yeah, write. honestly. Uh, but like also they've made it to where like, well, you don't have to like there's different. You can check like the range of like how quickly their stats grow. And they've made that a lot easier to check. And I don't want to get into the whole fucking EVs versus IVs, EV not as in Pokemon, but as in effort values. I'm not going to get into that here because it's a whole lot and that'll take up the whole fucking rest of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but essentially like they've made it easier for you to go through and like breed and train up a Pokemon that is competitive ready to the point where even if your Pokemon doesn't have like a good stat, like bonus role, like if it doesn't have good, IVs to like raise those stats up the most efficient way that's like considered like perfect. Uh, you can like find these items called bottle caps and just give them to this guy and then he will hyper train your Pokemon that just maxes out its IV. Oh, which is nice. So like any Pokemon can technically you can they've made it in a way and they did this a little bit with Sun and Moon also. They've made it in a way that I've always wanted Pokemon to be where you can just make a team of the Pokemon you like to use and like build something around your strengths. And you can pay attention to the meta and what teams are doing best right now, nah. but you don't have to like, they've made it to where, okay, maybe it's a little bit more unorthodox of a way of actually uh, like going through and like building up that Pokemon, but it's taking away so much time and effort that is spent on that. Like back in Ruby and Sapphire, a friend of mine had a, full like perfectly kitted out like full ev iv perfect like team that he built and like evs are just fucking a nightmare to get like actual you, evs like no like the effort values okay. sorry i have to that's a bad name for something it but, is yeah it is so like you would have to like each po- uh, with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details different type of po- a different individual pokemon that you would fight would reward that pokemon with certain effort values. So if you wanted to get like and this is totally wrong cuz I don't actually really give a shit about EV training, uh but like say you wanted to improve like your pokemon stat speed the most efficient way possible, then you had to basically like have it fight a fuckload of like caterpies or like a fuckload of like this individual pokemon in order for it to get those effort values yeah. from fighting that pokemon. So they've just have, they, have they they've come made out it a lot and said easier. in the game that that's how that stuff works, or is that still stuff you have to look up online it's to be a, like what is an EV? They have definitely communicated that stuff better, uh, but they don't show like exact numbers. Yeah, uh, so it, it's absolutely better than it used to be. They recognize there's a big like competitive Pokemon is like a good portion of the people who play it. Um, so I'm excited to like actually jump in because it's very accessible. I can have the Pokemon that I like. Uh, I was just like fucking around and like looking at a tier list. My favorite Pokemon is like super viable, which is kind hey. of cool. But even if he wasn't, I'd still use him. Yeah. So I mean, every once in a while there, there'll be a, a thing. I haven't seen one in a long time, Yeah, but it'll be, Hey, everybody vote on your favorite Pokemon. Like just input yeah. your favorite Pokemon instead of being like, here's the, you know, pick from these four or 10 or something. And, uh, 
Every time, man, people only ever pick like the legendary strongest Pokemon. Right. I'm like, yo, there's so many cool Pokemon. I'm I'm glad at least my boy Arcanine gets cool. gets some love. People love like him. him. Yeah, uh, I'd say he's he's still probably my favorite Pokemon. My another one of my favorite. My number two easy is uh, Chincho. It's Lantern. Is the oh fuck yeah? It, oh, a, I love that it's Pokemon. A, it's an anglerfish. Yeah, that's one of my water favorites. and electric. Totally and freaking it's so cool. And everybody's like, eh, whatever. It's, is it is it strong? I'm like. I, I don't you care. Didn't ask I if don't it was care. strong. Yeah, it's cool. Totally, it worked when I used it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like that's always been my approach to Pokemon. Has been I want to just have a fun team and play the game and enjoy it and like get good at using the Pokemon that I enjoy using and like build a strategy around that, which is not like me at all for like any other game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it honestly how, it's just a testament for so how much there, i fucking there, like pokemon there's pokemon cam and destiny cam oh fuck that basically that's been my two dualities lately but in both of them you gotta catch them all you gotta that's, catch that's them some all. real shit um other than pokemon i've been playing uh i have done titanfall 2 last night uh ooh, should I, oh whoops. Um, hitting my mic with my hat <laughs> uh there were like fifty thousand people playing last night i was over the fucking moon damn uh it was the first time i'd played in a while and God, that game is still fucking good. Oh my God, that okay. game fucking rules. Can you can you play with me? Yeah, can, can totally. We, can we play? Totally. Let's I, play I really want to like me? that game. Oh. Uh it has plenty of good things on it. But also, when I have Apex, I get to take. Well, well, since it's I'm playing be solo, very weird for you. Well, it is. I mean, I've both. played it. I've played yeah. Titanfall two for a brief time when it. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know when that was. Like you bought it. I think it was like on something. sale for like seven bucks. It goes so, on sale for totally. Yeah, yeah. It's dirt cheap all the time. So now it's free with PlayStation Plus. Um, I, I want to like that game. I want to play that game with people I know. Sure. Um, we should totally do that. We should. Uh, that game seems pretty rad. It's so good. I uh, like. I also like all of their cosmetics are super discounted right now and they look really good like honestly better than some of the stuff that was in the first two seasons of apex which is a little yeah. hilarious but uh there's there's they're, they're fine they're but, like, fine i really like a lot of the stuff in titanfall 2 um but fuck man like it's one of those games that just feels cool to play like not just like how you're moving around like constantly wall jumping like you can have like i think my pilot right now is like I'm using an SMG. I don't, is the CAR in? No. In Apex? Okay. So uh, I have that. And then one of my perks that I have is to where I can sprint and fire at the same time, which is cool. That's pretty rad. And then like I'm wall running, I've got stim. So I'm just like fucking blazing around the the thing. I I remember playing against a guy. A guy shot me. Well, I I don't even know if this guy killed me, but I was playing in this like very indoor. uh, If you know the Titanfall level, there's, there's a, like a, um, a room where the whole wall is those projection screens. Yes, that yes, are I know inside exactly what one you're talking about. So, yeah. so there's like a corridor that's very tall but yes. narrow, narrow in there. And he was he's on he was wall running between the walls near the ceiling for like a full minute, just yep. taking pot shots at me. Totally. And I could not land yeah. a bullet on that dude. So the nice thing about the fact that it's free on PlayStation Plus right now is that the people who are playing it are not just the people who are really fucking good at Titanfall. Yeah. It's nice. Like, there are, yeah, yeah. instead of, like, typically you would see about, like, 5,000 people before it went free. Now you're getting, like, 35. The other night, I think this weekend, it hit, like, 95,000, which is just fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy that people are still playing this game and, like, investing time into it. Um, oh God, I love this game. And, like, 
it just it was fucking cool. Like I, I the moment I was like, oh yeah, this game is fucking rad. Last night was when I just playing my boy Papa Scorch, you know, Papa and just Scorch. Papa Scorch, just fucking getting up in somebody's face with my flame shield, just like melting them down, and then doing the fucking sick prime finisher that he has. That is just so cool. Oh, that game's good. Dude, Everybody, if you I have feel, PlayStation Plus, please fucking download and play that game. You I, deserve it. I feel like when I am in infantry mode, I am okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay. I feel like I can... Um, my favorite thing to do, honestly, is just to attack Titans. That's It's fun. It's my favorite thing. It is a lot of fun. I use the... Uh, I, I, I fluctuate between like the charge rifle and the uh, magnetic grenade launcher. I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, the charge rifle's real good. Charge rifle's rad. Um... Yeah, uh, I like doing that. When I hop into a mech, I'm just like, oh, no, I'm going to die. And I do. I do every time. Yeah, I'm just it, like, oh, it, there's so, somebody you have already to like, on my mech. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit to I'm get used fire. to it. And maybe like if that's something you're wanting to learn, I would recommend Last Titan Standing. Uh, just because it is literally you are in the Titans. All and, the time. Yeah, and if like you get out of your Titan, cool. But Titan kills are the only thing that counts for oh. your, your team's lives. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's a really good way to like learn your like pitted against other titans you have to learn how to play against them well, i like that and uh i played i played like the horde mode oh frontier um, defense is fucking awesome yeah it was really fun i played uh i played one game on like medium and we did fine mm-hmm. and then the lobby i was in i forget how the lobbies work but i just stayed in the lobby or somebody invited me or something and we did the same thing except he bumped it up to like nightmare difficulty oh fuck that yeah and uh, and ridiculous. you know me this is literally my second game yeah in this mode i just didn't say anything yeah. even though i had a mic and uh we got most of the way into it and the, one of the guys was like hey uh what you know, oh no, no no i got on there i was like yo why is my weapon why am i out of ammo yeah like i have i've used this game for or i've used this weapon for so many games i've never run out of ammo what's the problem and I think his answer was like, you have to, your mech has to deal damage and it recharges your weapon or, yeah, or something like that. It's, it's a lot. And, well, so whatever it was, he answered the question and he was like, how do you not know that? And I was like, uh, this is like my second game of Titanfall. <laughs> and he's like, why didn't you tell me that before I queued you up for the hardest mode? I was like, I like a challenge. <laughs> And he's like, all right, man, let's do it. And we almost beat it. We got to the I mean, final honestly, wave. At least, he, at least he wasn't just like, get the fuck out. He was just like, all right, man. Yeah, no, I, I and, respect and the dedication. He was a little kid, too. And so he was just like, oh, all right, let's well, do it. Uh, yeah, I'll teach you how to play. And, and he kind of helped awesome. me out. So fuck that was yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, sometimes little kids are, are almost yeah. better uh, better strangers than, than adults. Yeah. So anyway, that's a good game. Uh, Titanfall 2. Love it to death. Uh also fucked down, uh, fucked around a little bit with. <laughs> what uh, was that? Uh, also fucked around here with a little bit of uh, a JRPG that came out on the PlayStation Two uh, that I have on my PS4 that Smoking I keep going hot. back to. Uh, it was actually uh, our friend Laura. Uh, I hung out with her and her boyfriend, and we just played it like all night because turns out him and I just love the shit out of this game and like not a lot of people know about it like i was like really drunk one night and saw him look at the cover art on his phone i'm like hold the fuck on and it's the it's it is the dark cloud 2 final fantasy oh what were you saying <laughs> dark cloud 2 <laughs> uh it's a it's an old rpg by level five uh who went on to do like nino kuni and a bunch of stuff like that uh it's really interesting it's like this like third person like very kind of deliberate it's almost like the combat feels weirdly soulsy but like not in terms of like everything feels good deliberate it just feels deliberate it just it like the combat's not great 
Um, you essentially like the, there's two characters. One of them has a wrench. One of them has a gun and a gun. That's your two weapons. So you have like one in one in one arm. One in How the other. How does he reload? Uh, so, but does he knock his on, wrench against there. the? I'm getting there. <laughs> so and like the other person has a sword and like a magic armband that you can use to like shoot magic shots or whatever. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff. It's uh, famously won best fishing mini game and ah. won a challenge mode episode hmm. uh, that you should all go listen to because that was a lot of fun to record. That was. Um, yeah, so basically, like, the whole point of it is, like, there's this dude who is evil that is fucking up uh, the present by he went to the past and just started fucking just ripping shit apart to, like, get rid of all of his enemies so he could, like, overthrow the world or whatever. Uh, and so, like, you are basically playing through this game as these two characters and about, like, a third of it is... Uh, just like dungeon crawling RPG stuff. It's got like super deep mechanics where every single item that you can get in the game has like an elemental alignment of like one of like 12. And you can basically just tear it down into like that pure essence for that item. And then you feed it into your weapon to actually upgrade it. It sounds like you're describing Pokemon except with weapons. Not really, because, uh, like, the way I... The way I All right, there are 12 types, and if you break it down to its base parts well, and give well, the guy with the bottle so, caps, so here's he'll the upgrade thing. it. Here's the thing. So, like, there's no... There are, like, elemental weaknesses and stuff like that, but they're not, like, as, like, televised or telegraphed as, like, a Pokemon Fire would be. beats water. Yeah, there's, like, stuff like that. But really what you want to do is, like, it allows you to kit your weapons to you can basically build out your weapons how you want them to work so for instance you can have like your guns are typically pistols and they don't really do a whole lot of damage but if you want to you can invest time into uh i think it's called uh, smash element or whatever uh and if you do that then suddenly that thing isn't doing it's doing like regular damage against like rank and file enemies but if something has like super heavy armor it is just fucking destroying it Hmm. Or you can make everything do, like, fire elemental damage or, like, shock damage, wind damage, stuff like that. It's, like, really, really neat uh, in how you can do that. And every single item has some sort of element. Uh, the other, Another third of it is, like, a photography game where you basically go around and take pictures of things in the world where really? you can... Like, basically, you take those pictures and your character is, like, an inventor. He's, like, this engineer inventor kid. And you take those pictures and then you turn them into ideas. So if you like take a picture, like the first thing you build is you need to build a fuel canister for this giant robot that you have. And so you find, okay, well, I need uh, a pipe. I need a milk can and I need a belt. So you go and take a picture of all of those three things. He thinks of the invention in his head. And then that suddenly becomes like a craftable recipe for you to make that item in game. Hmm which is a really neat thing. I really liked that a whole lot. So I was just constantly running around taking pictures of absolutely fucking everything because you never know what you need. And then the other third of it is like kind of Sim City where you're going through as there's you, a lot going on there here. is there's a lot to this game i'm, I'm not even going to talk about the fishing mini game because <laughs> i've talked about that enough but uh you go through and as you progress through these dungeons you get these things called geostones which are like blueprints and you're essentially uh understanding what went wrong in the future uh by him going to the past uh to like fuck everything up so you're rebuilding the present so that you can save the future to fight this guy in the future to beat him if that makes sense. So you're like going now, through. Now you're talking about God of War. Kind of. Yeah. So you're you're going through and 
like say you need to like the first one that you actually like do that stuff with is there's this great tree spirit. So like, okay, well you have to have this many tiles of river here and they have to feed into this big water bank and you have to have this house that has like a water wheel that's cycling water. And, oh, well, if you want this shop in the future open, then you need to have this person in this house that has this stuff on the house. Like it's very, it's cool in a way that you can build out each settlement how you want to. But it's more about, like, putting a puzzle together and it, like, gives you freedom for how you want to set it up rather than just being, like, do whatever you want and everything's fine. You have to, like, actually have these certain things. Like, if you want the big tree person to grow, you have to have the gardener living there. Something like that. That sounds great. It's a good game. I'm really into, I'm especially into, like, the settlement stuff. Uh, totally. Yeah. And I, it's, that, it's a lot so of games. fascinating. It is. To have that like in the same game as all this other stuff. Totally. It, it, it was kind of at a time where uh, I, I, I remember like the time in my life where I played it was the same time as like Kingdom Hearts 2 and Final Fantasy 10 and Dragon Quest 8, which are just fucking packed to the brim of shit to do. That was like, in my opinion, like that was like kind of my golden age of JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it, they put out Dark Cloud 1 and 2 uh, as part of like the ps2 on ps4 thing where they like took some ps2 games nowhere near as many as they fucking should have uh and like gave them like a slight graphical uphaul and gave them trophies and then just released them on psn for like 15 bucks i bought it immediately (laughs) uh and i've just been kind of like picking my way through it but yeah the game's great if it's really long uh it's definitely a ps2 game uh which is a bummer in some ways yeah Uh, but I'm really enjoying it, and that's really kind of what I've been playing. Did so. you play it on PS4? I, I mean, I PS2? played it on PS2, so I originally beat it whenever I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I fucking love this game. It's really great. So then I bought it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm loving it. It's a great game. It's well, but but it's, I'm, I'm asking, is it is it a re-release for PS4? Just a port? Yeah, it's just a it's just a straight up port where they added trophies. Cool. That's I, all it is. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, they did the same with like the Jack and Daxter games and a couple mm-hmm. of other things too. So. It's cool. I think it's like 15 bucks. It goes on sale all the time. If that seems like your bag, it's a long game. Uh, another 100-hour JRPG. But And that's Dark Cloud 2? Dark Cloud 2 by Level 5 Entertainment. Some of the most relaxing and memorable music I've ever heard, but there's not a whole lot of variety in the music, so you're going to hear the same shit over and over again. I listened to a... It was Maybe it was Chrono... I don't think it was Chrono Trigger. It was something I can see the picture in my head of the Spotify like yeah the what somebody's got red hair that's uh, probably, red Dragon Ball Z looking hair that's, that's Chrono Trigger I think okay I think it's Chrono I Trigger. haven't played Chrono Trigger but there are a few tracks I'm like oh, it's pretty good and then I kept listening I'm like oh these are all I I get it like I I think I've heard the whole thing now like I'm <laughs> I'm good I've listened to about five songs and there are like twenty tracks on here and I think they're all the same five songs there are uh, um. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who fucking love that soundtrack. So uh, uh, it is a really good soundtrack. So <laughs> maybe, maybe we uh, we got to cut this. We got to. Yeah. No. Uh, do you want to take a quick break and then? Uh... Yeah, let's do it. That's we're about half an hour, so we'll do that and just come back and keep doing the video game thing. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, welcome back. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of games that uh, I really want to play that like flew under. I'm going to go ahead and say most everybody's radar. Uh, they're pretty niche titles uh, that I've seen a fair amount of gameplay of. And I think they might just be 100% my bullshit. And I'm going to kind of shout them out. I'm very excited to get to playing them. I might actually start that up this week. Uh, one of them is a game on Steam called Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this, Thomas. Tell me more. It's a cool fucking name, right? Hypnospace Outlaw. Were, were you and I just talking about this off mic? We maybe were. Somebody, that sounds just goofy enough. So, I'll, I'll read you the Steam. <laughs> if I'll if read you're you. not the one who told me that, told me about this game, then when I heard the name, I thought, sounds like a cam game. <laughs> so, I'll read you the description. Um, Hypnospace Outlaw is a 90s internet simulator in which you scour Hypnospace's wide variety of weird and wonderful websites to hunt down wrongdoers, while also keeping an eye on your inbox, avoiding viruses and adware, and downloading a plethora of apps that may or may not be useful. As part of your job as a Hypnospace enforcer, you'll be watching out for copyright infringement, internet bullying, and more, with reports and rewards coming direct from the Hypnospace Patrol Department to your inbox. In your spare time, you can customize your Hypno-S desktop, desktop however you see fit, with a variety of downloads, wallpaper, screen, yeah. So basically, like, you are this, like, kind of cool internet detective in, like, this world where, uh, essentially like the internet it's like this kind of like alternate universe where the internet is something that you can browse while you sleep uh oh, and God. everything looks just like geocities or mm-hmm. like just kind of like that whenever you like if you say the phrase shitty web design something just pops into your head yeah it looks like that oh um and like so it's it's, it's your stream it's my stream yeah <laughs> um it everything everything has like this cool like flair and character to it all of the websites genuinely feel like somebody like put time in like some sort of shitty 90s web builder to like mm-hmm. actually make that happen like it's On all Netscape very navigator it's all very like adobe Dreamweaver kind of a looking thing um you can download like mp3s from like songs and i think they had like a bunch of guest artists like my fucking boy lemon demon it has some like tracks on there which is fucking awesome um yeah like there's a lot of like cool digging they just released this update where people can mod and add their own hypnospace sites so I feel like now is probably a fucking great time to jump in. Um, it's this cool, like, neat mix between, like, a point-and-click adventure game and also a... I think there's, like, some actual, like, mystery elements of, like, there's, like, some stuff that you can unravel and, like, go as deep as you really want to in it. Um, it seems very fucking cool. Uh, I'm really interested in that. It uh, I... I'm obviously would be playing that on PC because I don't think that would make sense anywhere else, but it just seems so neat and different and just whimsical and full of character in a way that like not a lot of games have really just kind of grabbed me lately in mm-hmm. that same regard, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, another one. And that's Hypno Toad yes. Space Cowboy. <laughs> sure. That's, that's correct. Uh, Hypno, Hypno Space Outlaw. <laughs> Hypno Space Outlaw. <laughs> 
another one I actually watched my friend Nate stream a good portion of this is called Disc Creatures. Um, it's Pokemon. Hmm. That's it. That's it. Um, no. So it's somebody basically. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Yes. Disc creatures. Yes. Disc creatures. Like discrete creatures. Like sure. pocket monsters. Totally. Like it's very much that. No, no. I mean, it's wordplay. Yes. Discrete creatures. Yeah. This, that better have been on purpose. I would hope so. Let me pull up well, the Well, I'm just going to assume here. it is because that it has to be. If it's not, I'll give it credit for him anyway. Disc creatures. Disc creatures. Uh, that's a new game? Yeah, it came out uh, October, actually. So I, I watched my friend Nate play a good portion of it. It seems really cool. Uh, it has like a visual style, not akin, like very similar to Pokemon Gold and Silver. Like those old school, like Game Boy Color Pokemon games. Like it looks just like that. Everything's like black and white. I think there's like color that you can have on there. Like I'll, here's like the, I'm showing you the screenshot that obviously people can't see. Hey, it looks like Pokemon. It looks like Pokemon. Uh, and it's basically, you've got like, they've spent a lot of time going through and like cleaning up like a bunch of battle mechanics to make something that feels actually pretty different from Pokemon. Like there's like three on, like all of the fights are like, you have a bunch of monsters, like three out at the same time and you fight them kind of like a Digimon world too. If like the five people who play that understand that. Was it on the Vita? It was on the PlayStation one. Oh, um, yeah, it's got this like cool charm. It reminds me a whole lot of undertale in a way that that game it, it, it's really neat in how it, subvert, it subverted my expectations when I was watching him play it in that you you kind of get around to you expect it to feel very like positive and happy-go-lucky and there are monsters in this game that just fucking kill and eat children. Oh, dang. And I'm like, fuck! Oh, like, man. It, it gets like weirdly dark. Like you get surrounded by monsters at one point and they're just like, we're gonna fucking kill you. Like you need to get the fuck out of here or we will just, you will stop existing. Or there's like a point where there's this one monster that is just like so powerful that it's just like taken. It's like essentially bullying people into submission and like threatening their lives and their livelihoods. And like you basically talk to like you're escorted out by its assistant and it's like, hey, by its assistant. Yeah. Like it's essentially like a king or like a job of the hut style thing. Mm. Like it's very much like that. And it's like, hey. If you know what's good for you, you need to leave. I'm saying this sincerely. He, this he will fuck you up. Like he's, and I'm like, he's the boogeyman. Totally. And it's like it's like really cool. Like there's like stakes a whole lot. Uh, everything seems very neat. The monster designs are really cool and clever. Uh, they're very silly in the way that Pokemon is silly. Where like yeah, this this one's an onion, and I'm like yeah, fuck yeah, it's an onion. He looks yeah. fucking sick. I love it. Uh, yeah, like those those two games really jumped out to me. It's just like oh man, like. I don't really play games on PC really ever, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm like, oh, I should I should fucking pick these up. These seem like really, really rad. Uh, another one is like Disco Elysium, which a lot of people have been talking about, which seems very, very, very cool and very up my alley. Uh, is there anything that's like kind of jumped out to you this year at all? It's like, oh, I might play that, you know, uh, once my uh, legally mandated year has passed. So I actually wish... I wish I could sit on the couch next to someone else who was playing Disco Elysium. Yeah. Because I'm totally interested in that game. I am not interested in how long it's going to take to complete. Sure. Because I know that I'm going to really enjoy it, and I'm going to set it down for a really long time and forget about it. Sure, yeah. Um, because I just know how I play stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to matter how much I like the game, because everything I've heard about it, I'm like, man, I'm in. 
I'm in I'm into the different decisions and the RPG mechanics and the question you know the yeah. the writing for better or for worse. Um, I'm into all that. It's just that it's going to take long enough to beat, and I have r- real trouble sticking games through and sure. beating them in one good stretch. And I think that's a game that deserves being beaten in a decent stretch. Like, I, not like sit down and play all of it at once because no, that's unreliable. But, but, like, but like even God of War. I, like this is my game for I the month. Down, I'm going to sit down and play Disco Elysium. Or even, I mean, even for a year. Like sure. I love God of War and I, I could talk about it here in a minute, but um, really like that. And I set it down for like six months. Yeah, you know, you did for no good yeah. reason. Just I just did, <laughs> and then you just picked it back up. It's yeah, like, oh, and then yeah, I picked it back up, good. and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It's a good. Why game, did I ever stop out. playing yeah. this? Um, and even Super Mario Odyssey is the same way. Mm-hmm. Why haven't I beaten that game yet? I I don't know. Sure, you know, it's not like I don't have time. Yeah. Um, and it's not like I don't like it enough. So yeah, uh, my I really am interested in Disco Elysium. Yeah, same. Um, I just would love to be able to talk th- things through next to someone who is actually playing it. Mm. Um, yeah, I, cause like I would, I think I would be interested in watching a playthrough of that game, but I would have to see an archive of it because sure. I wouldn't be able to watch a streamer. I wouldn't be able to watch it live. Right. Right. Um, cause it's not practical for me, but yeah, uh, I would say Disco Elysium is one of mm-hmm. my, uh, it's in my like top five most interesting titles this year. Yeah. The, just the discussions I have heard around it. I'm like, yeah, that seems pretty fucking awesome. I'm not even a fan of like old CRPGs, but just mm-hmm. how much kind of depth is in that game is really interesting to me. Yeah. And, and you kind of see, you know, the through thread of like a game like that. Um, the game you described, described dis- disc creatures, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they intentionally take an older genre or an older style. Right. Right. Uh, and mix it up and, and uh, polish it a little bit. And there's really a big appeal to that stuff. Uh, on the other hand, you've got like uh, Age of Empires 2 is having a remaster. Yeah, they, they just straight up are like remaking it, I think. Yeah. Or it's like an HD remake or something like that. Yeah. It's mostly the same game with some polish on it. Right, right. Um, so that's unique because like it's it's the same vein as what we're talking about. But with that game, the the game, the game itself has already been made. Um, and either you like it or you don't. Sure. And I have sure. opinions on if RTSs are still a, a modern thing or if that's a thing of the past. But it's nice to see like an old C- computer RPG um, be new. To yeah. see a brand new yeah. IP that takes those old tabletop elements, basically, and really fleshes them out in a way that modern RPGs don't very yeah. often. And have like such kind of overwhelming critical success doing it like everybody i've seen talk about like that plays disco elysium is like this game's fucking awesome like i they're like you should totally fucking play it and i was like yeah i probably should fucking play this it seems like uh you know this is kind of my personal opinion but i think it's like a reader or a podcaster's game because it's just filled it's filled to the brim yeah yeah i could totally see that like um, somebody who wants to be like it seems like a good game that is like good for those like water cooler discussions where you maybe are yeah. like playing it with a friend of yours who is like, oh, well, I did this thing and this is like where our paths may be split or like this thing didn't happen the same way. I did that a whole fucking lot when I was playing through the Mass Effect trilogy for the first time because mm-hmm. like uh, the only reason I actually did was because my boss at the time at my job in college was just like Mass Effect is my favorite game series of all time and you haven't played it. What the fuck? And I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're dude. fired if you don't. Beat I'm it sorry, you. And I'm like, I'm, OK, I'm going to sit down one summer and I'm just going to play through the entire series. And I did. And it was fucking great. I love those. Really games. Great. Uh, but it was really cool to be like, yeah. So I like went and did this mission with this person. Uh, 
you know, I uh, survived the suicide mission and two without killing anybody. Just brush my shoulder here real quick. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, like it, it's it's fun to have games like that that have those kind of deep branching like narratives. But this seems like kind of in an extreme, but would be more of what I want. And that it's like kind of the game goes off on a bunch of different branching paths depending how you play it, as opposed to like it. It's more. It has more depth than I, I, I'm. It's hard to describe because well, each person can have their own experience. Sure, there's plenty yeah. of game to enjoy, but it's it's both deep and wide. Yes, right. So it's both deep and wide, and your experience is going to affect what happens in the game. And yeah. so I can't attest because I haven't. I don't know what the end of that game looks like. I don't know how much your deficient uh, decisions affect the last stretch sure. of that game. Right. right. I don't know how that varies between uh, different players. But it sounds like the whole, you know, the journey, at least, regardless of the end, yeah. the journey would be a lot different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there, there's uh, there's the game Forager that yeah, I talked yeah, about ages about ago, uh, friend Jeremy showed to me. Um, that's a game where you, it's like a farming thing, right? So you, you're on this little island, you collect resources, eventually you get enough experience and you, you get a skill point. Mm-hmm. And you can pick your skill point wherever you want and it unlocks you know, it's like a grid. Yeah. So it allows you to see the surrounding uh, grid blocks with the skills that you can spend a point on next time. And um, it means that in some areas, like to get a specific skill, you have to somehow reach it on the grid. And there are different ways that you can reach it. And if you're a first timer, you just go for whatever looks cool, right? Uh, But Jeremy, who showed me the game, he found out that a bunch, he works in, in, he works with a bunch of nerds is what it comes down to. And uh, he found out that that multiple people were playing this game at the same time. So their water cooler talk was figuring out like how they, what was their build, you know, mm-hmm. like they all, you know, you start from the beginning. Oh, I found this weird way to sidestep this main mechanic because right. I used this obscure thing over here. I found a way to make it sustainable. And it was exciting to hear him talk about how um, each of them just had totally different paths of like how they like to play these games and different things they saw within it. And even Lizzie and I are playing Stardew Valley, which is not a decision-making game. Yeah. But it's the more idea, of like, I don't know what to plant. Well, or yeah, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. Yeah. It, I mean, it, you, you wake up in the morning in Stardew and you, what do you do? Do you go talk to villagers? Do you sure, sell stuff? Right. Do you do your crops? Do you go to the mine? Do you go fishing? Do you forage? So any day you can wake up and do a bunch of different stuff. And there are plenty of days in the year, you know, there's technically no time limit to anything. Um, but each day is a fresh start. Mm. And so Lizzie and I play, my girlfriend and I play um, very differently. And this is each of our second playthrough now. So having the knowledge of our first playthrough, now we're playing more intentionally. Sure. Like deliberately. Totally. Uh, so now it's, again, very interesting to see how each of us is unlocking new stuff that we still have never seen before, but we're both playing again. Right. Totally right. differently. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so fun to talk about because there's enough game there that even though it's a totally, well, for us on mobile, it's a totally single player game. We're still able to share it. You know, it's still something we can share our experiences and find, you know, entertainment just out of the conversation. Totally. Of, Oh, you saw this. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I, I always, uh, I had a, just an absolute blast. Honestly, doing that, with Pokemon like this time around, or like I'm really looking forward to doing that with animal crossing next year. Uh, just like, Hey, like what did you find in your town? What did this like 
what did this other townsperson give you? Like just fun stuff like that. I love that shit. It's so cool. Uh, God, yeah. quarter one, 2020 is going to fucking kill me. Uh, Thomas quarter uh, one through four are going to be lit. Oh my God. Uh, and like, really I, I'm, I'm, I am trying to do a thing where I'm intentionally going to be like, I'm going to make an effort to play a bunch of smaller games next year. Mm-hmm. Cause like already, I mean, I'm still going to, I have, I have pre-ordered the most expensive edition of persona five Royal, uh, which is only like 80 bucks, which kind of surprised me like real talk. Okay. Like, talk to me. What is that? Okay. What does that entail? Uh, it's persona five Royal comes with an art book, CD, uh, bunch of other things bunch of digital stuff just checks out uh, also comes with a joker mask which is kind of cool oh that's uh, cool. That, so i'm like all right yeah cool like I'm, I'm i'm super for that but i mean i was I, hoping it was going to be a vinyl record but i mean i already have that on, on vinyl so you know i, I guess i don't <laughs> I fucking need number it. two right i was hoping they'd give me the gold-plated one. Oh yeah hmm, yes uh mm. but yeah like uh, i'm i'm really excited to play a bunch of smaller stuff next year and honestly for the rest of the year because like Destiny's obviously going to keep me busy and Pokemon's going to keep me busy but whenever I don't want to play those I, I kind of want to get into like a bunch of stuff that's just kind of flown under the radar because I, I I think this year was the year where like all right man AAA stuff is just kind of starting to wear on me a little bit mm-hmm. um, I, I mean I played a whole lot of AAA stuff this year like uh, uh, Division 2 didn't really stick with me um, I played Devil May Cry 5, which I love, but, like, a lot of, like, high production quality, like, big, like, stuff you can tell where there was just a fuckload of money invested into it. It's just, I don't know. Uh, there's there's something to be said about just some little small game that you can just play and enjoy and then have that cool experience and then you're just kind of on your way. And I'm kind of really excited to dig more into that stuff. Yeah. I, I think my goal, I I'm doing a decent job of knocking out this backlog I have, which is all quality stuff. There's nothing I'm playing because I feel obligated to play it. Sure. Um, but there's stuff that I've set down that I want to see through because it's great. Right. And, and you know, I don't want it to end on one hand, but also I want to see how it ends. So uh, when I finish this, you know, my, my backlog that I already own right now, um, I think my goal is moving forward. I want to play more new games, but... I'm not that interested in playing anything that's over like 20, 25 hours mm-hmm. uh, because there are plenty of games that fit that criteria that will mitigate my inability sure. to uh, finish games, finish sure. long games. Totally. Um, regardless of quality. So I, I think I want to check out more, not even necessarily indie games. I mean, I think I think uh, um, Outer Worlds is like 25 hours long, 20 hours long. Yeah, that sounds about right. Something like, like that. 30-ish. So cool that that's that's just right like that's my upper limit i would say i would like to play more short and sweet games um that are doing something different than your traditional totally beautiful totally get that uh triple not that there's anything wrong with those like i i I do want to i do want to stress that point i just yeah i want to play i i want to make a better habit of playing games that are more relevant because i love talking about video games and be like what are you playing i'm like the smash hit from 2013 bastion you know yeah, it's a good fucking game it is a good uh, game so <laughs> I, like it's i i just want to be able to have my uh finger on the pulse a sure. little bit uh, more because i know what i like mm-hmm. and there's plenty of good stuff i just get hung up on my backlog totally um which is also quality but yeah yeah well speaking of that uh my my god of war minute is okay i you've been around you've watched me play that yeah. uh so God of War, wow, that game is really good. It's really good. I thought it was really good before, and I hit a spot, no spoilers, where 
the game really opened up. Yes, it does. And I didn't realize it needed any more opening up. Same. At that that point that you're talking about, I'm like, oh, 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 okay, all right, yeah, sure. Like it, it felt earned, dude, in a way game, that I just didn't expect it. That God of War is not the game to make assumptions on because totally. I'm not going to say specifically how it subverted my expectations, but twice. I was very sure of a specific thing, and both times, lol, totally. just threw it out the yeah. window, and it was like, oh, you thought we were done? Not Yeah, get back totally. here. Totally, yeah. Uh, and so it was great. So both times, I mean, I had a big-ass grin on my face. The other night, I was up way too late uh, because, you know, it was one of those things like, well, I'm going to go back to this area and save you know, but I did That's just how it starts. I did just yeah. unlock this door, so I'm gonna see what's through this door, and then fast forward like two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and I did not want to go to sleep. Yeah, I just wanted to keep playing. I've I've been there. I I play Destiny. I get it. <laughs> I, oh. Yeah, really. I'm really happy uh, with that game. Yeah, I'm I'm happy you're enjoying it. It's great. That's very good. It really is great. Uh, yes, yeah, so that heave ho. I, I some bought would, some. Some like, would call God of War 2018's game of the year. It's really good. It's very good. Um, I was very happy that it won. That's good. Uh, I ha- I talked about Heave Ho already. I picked up like three games mm. um, that I haven't even heard of, but they were so cheap and they're party games. Um, let me look at what they're called, even though I can't vouch for their... Okay, great. Uh, this, <laughs> sure. one, this one's called Watermelon Party. I don't like the sound of that. Uh, I know. Everyone, including me, has oh, said that. Oh, God. Um, and the other one is Quest for the Golden Duck. Okay. All right. That sounds better. It, you know, it's a four. They're both four-player games. Sure. Sure. Uh, but then I also picked up Gone Home and Thumper. Okay. Thumper is fucking awesome. They were both super on sale, yeah. and I have not played Gone Home, but I would like to. Uh, I'm glad I, think I have it on PlayStation. Actually, it was free on PlayStation. I'm Plus glad that they're point. available on Switch because yeah. that's a more bite-sized thing. Like, I feel like Gone Home is the kind of thing. I, like, I want to be under a blanket on my couch on my back. With the switch held above sure, my head, right, and I'm playing this game just comfy as hell. Yeah, that, uh, that sounds. About that's right. exactly how I want to play that game. So, um, I yeah, I'm into that. Uh, my girlfriend, well, my my girlfriend and I have both gotten back into Skyrim. Yes, but she's kicking ass on her PlayStation character, um, which is fun because even after all the hours both of us have put into that um, over the years, I'm still seeing so many new things. I've never touched the Dark Brotherhood in any Elder Scrolls game. Oh, that's like the best part. Man, it's pretty like the cool. The best part. It's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, man. Uh, the, so the Dark Brotherhood quest from Quest Final from Oblivion may be one of my favorite side quests ever. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Oblivion's a good game. Skyrim's so good. a good game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've been watching her do that, but I bought uh, Skyrim in VR a little while ago. It's cool in a lot of ways, and it definitely has rekindled my spark for Elder Scrolls. Sure. The drawback is I have, so I have an HTC Vive, like the OG model, the first vanilla model, um, and I know so little about computers that when I have a hardware issue or a software issue, I don't really know what my problem is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, it's, it's broken. Well, especially with hardware. When I first tried to yeah. play Apex, I was like, this is unplayable. This looks like an N64 game. <laughs> and my friend was like, there's there's something wrong. Like... <laughs> He's like, get on Discord with me. I'm going to walk you through it. Well, what it turned out was I had plugged... I have this good video card that I bought for VR, 
and I had plugged my monitor into my like integrated like your onboard card yeah card awesome <laughs> and, and it just couldn't handle it at all but I had no idea what I was doing wrong oh that rules uh, so as soon as I switched it over I was like oh wow yeah this oh, is yeah. a world of difference yeah oh um, yeah so so the the issue is if I'm playing Skyrim if you're watching what I'm seeing on the monitor everything looks great looks like normal Skyrim good stuff but on the headset everything every stuff that's close to you you can focus on but if it's more like in the game if it's more than like 20 or 30 yards away everything is so blurry mm, so yeah. you can see that there are mountains over there but you can't really like see them sure you can just kind of tell like a rough shape of like eh, it's kind of it's mountain-esque yeah, when, yeah. You, when you're in white run and you walk out of dragon's reach and you're looking down over the city you can't get a good view of any of the that's city a bummer yeah. it's a real bummer so because i was um there's, you know, without spoiling it, there's a big uh, uh, area, I'll just say. Great. <laughs> that you um, discover through the main storyline. And Lizzie has not discovered that. And so I was like, hey, say, you know, on, on your PlayStation save, don't do the main quest. Let's do it together on this one so you can see it. But I'm like, the whole point is that it's supposed to look expansive and cool. Yeah, and if it's not that, And if you no can't point. see that, there's yeah. no point to that. So... The game is cool. It feels awesome to be able to shoot fire out of my hands, like wherever I point my hands. That is good. That is pretty good. Um, and swinging your sword, especially when you're doing like a power attack or something. Or the bow and arrow. The bow and arrow feels great because you're actually cool. aiming that shit. That's cool. Um, so that's just all really cool. I just wish it looked better. Yeah. Um, I think I think everything's plugged in to the right spot now because I've checked. Um, I think my only option is like I'd have to buy the, the professional vive which is like a thousand dollars i mean you also like i've I've heard from a fair amount of people that skyrim vr just kind of looks bad it might and yeah. i think that's kind of what that it is stinks. it you probably know, is yeah and I, I think that's probably what it is just because like having that higher fidelity is like a lot harder to do in vr but I, yeah for sure i'm not a developer i can't really comment or say anything yeah really but also on that, it's a game that was like ported to sure. vr so the game came out in 2011 so, <laughs> oh geez you know yeah well Oh, eight years old and i'm oh <laughs> anyway next year i'm gonna play some new games okay great cool all right well let's go ahead and wrap this one up here uh well thank you everyone for stopping by if you like what you've heard please consider kicking us a buck or whatever you can afford at patreon.com slash heroes podcast that'll help the show and network grow to do even cooler stuff if you can't contribute financially that's perfectly fine too just go ahead and like and share our stuff and leave us a review on apple podcasts if you can uh if you have any questions or topics uh or ideas or whatever i'm just fucking up this read here and my <laughs> phone's ringing hang on okay great uh it was all over the place uh we're on twitter at gamer heroes <laughs> uh hit us up and let us know what you'd like to see on the show we'd love to hear from you uh you can find me on twitter at the camdy man thomas is at tegan not sarah one if you're in the kansas city area or maybe even just passing through be sure to check out at gg underscore kansas underscore city or on twitter uh, or ggkc on facebook uh, we've got links to different gaming events and communities in the area, and they would absolutely love to have you be a part of them. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and a better tomorrow. With everything you have on your plate, 
earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.